Have you ever been invited to dinner, walked in the house and wanted to walk right back out because the host was so stressed and you felt like you were putting them out? Listen, it definitely happens, but I don't want that to happen to you this Thanksgiving or holiday season. So today we're gonna talk about breaking bread without losing your head. And one of the ways to do that is through preparation and pre-decision and a little bit of inventory. Listen in to today's episode, Breaking Bread, Not Losing Your Head, and we're gonna dive into the nitty gritty details of the Thanksgiving dinner table. Hey guys, welcome to Faith Coffee and a Kid Podcast. This is your host, Sheree, and I'm so happy you're here today. I have to say, I have been in a much better mood because of this whole daylight savings time. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't like the whole spring daylight savings time when we lose an hour, but this right now, I love. Like, the idea that I feel like I get an extra hour, I am refreshed, I am renewed, I am happy, I am positive. <laughs> and I know that not everybody enjoys this time of the year because you know it obviously gets dark earlier. Um, but it really is a sacrifice that I'm cool with. Like I just feel so much better getting that extra hour. Like I think it's a mind thing, but it truly does make me really happy. And you know what else makes me happy? Not being stressed out during the holidays. So in today's episode, I want to talk about breaking bread without losing your head. Because let's face it, right? Like the holidays come and as much as we want to love them and rejoice in them, there can be a lot of stress that also comes with them, right? And I love breaking bread around my table any time of the year, but there is something special about the holidays. Um, You know, it's a beautiful sight to see folks sitting in your home, happy, eating, laughing, right? And the most important thing for me, and I have hosted so many dinners and parties and events and things like that at my house, but the most important thing for me that's beyond, you know, the decorations, the food, the gifts... What's most important is that people feel comfortable in my home. You know, hospitality is so much more than a pretty table. It's about how we position our hearts for others and how we serve them, right? And I think sometimes we can get really caught up into the presentation. And it's easy to do, right? There's the Pinterest, there's the Instagram, there's the pressure of like making this beautiful, perfect table and everything like, you know, looking like the queen is coming. But the the truth is, is that the presentation doesn't mean much if the people sitting around that presentation don't feel comfortable, right? And I think one of the reasons that we can fall into this kind of chaotic state during the holidays, I've heard somebody describe it as like the Thanksgiving twit, right? Is that we are caught up in the presentation, not maybe so much for our own like egos and the perfection part of it, but because we're trying to make people comfortable. We're trying to give them this great experience. But here's the thing. The guests are only going to feel as comfortable as you are, right? So if you're at ease, if you're welcoming them, if you're okay with, you know, what you've created for them, if that's good enough for you, then 
they're going to be okay, right? Like they're going to enjoy your home. Um, I don't know if you've ever walked in. Most likely you have. You know, I've been to, to events or dinners where you walk in and you automatically like feel the tension, right? Like you feel like the host is annoyed, they're stressed out, and you just really almost want to walk right back out that door because you feel like you're putting them out. You know, and we don't want people to feel that way. And listen, we got to give grace to folks because I understand that feeling of like, you know, everything is happening around you. People are coming in. Things are on the, you know, the oven, in the oven that you don't want to get burned, but you don't want to leave them without talking to them and having conversations. I mean, there's so many things that are going on. So we have to give some grace, but you do not want to create an awkward entrance for your guest, Right especially during Thanksgiving and the holidays, because that's the time when we really are supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus, right? And, and, and making people feel comfortable and fostering relationships and good conversation and those things, right? And you're not going to be, it's not going to be a perfect day. Not, listen, there are no perfect days, right? I mean, I think there are days when things go really well. I mean, but even if they don't go well, it doesn't mean that it's not a good day, right? Like if something burned in the oven, but everybody's still, you know, having a good time, talking to each other, fellowshipping, that's still a good day. Everybody that made it from last year is still around to be here for this year. That's a good day, you know? So we, that's a perfect day, you know? Like I, I see that now more than ever, when I think about like my dad was at the table on Thanksgiving last year and he's not here this year, you know, like if we could go back, I would have celebrated that day in such a different way. Right. And I don't want to wait for that to happen again. Um, and like I said earlier in the podcast, uh, the first episode, like I don't know what this is going to look like for our family this year. I know that we will celebrate Thanksgiving because he loved the holidays, you know, and we want to honor that. And not just that, like we want to be the family who enjoys one another and and appreciates each other because we've been through a lot this year. And I will truly say like, you know, uh, we've had each other's back. We lifted each other up. We cried together. We, you know... I mean, we've done it all together. And so I don't want to get so caught up either and just like, okay, let's make this perfect because I have to, because everything is like, you know, we, we need to make this the, a better holiday because we're missing him. I mean, we have to also remember that we're human beings and that it is going to be as it's going to be, right? But today I do want to talk about um, pre-decision and preparation, because some of the reasons that we are not present is because we don't we don't take care of the preparation and pre-decision beforehand, and that really does help, right? So all the practical things that you can do, do them, right, to make your life easier, because we do want to eliminate stress as much as possible. Um, And one way we can do this is just by getting down to like the nitty gritty details of the dinner table itself. So in my last post, in my last um, episode, I actually did a post on this on our, on the blog too, faithcoffeeandakid.com that you can look at. And I'm going to share that link in the notes, but I talked to, and I offered five practical tips 
And this is to take care of your future self, right? Like for the holidays. And the tips were not, you know, rocket science. They weren't anything that are new and, you know, like edgy, but they were tips that will help you um, kind of get what you need to get done within that, like within a week, that's going to help you further down the road. So I'll quickly go over the five tips. And they were one, like set a time for dinner. Two was invite your guest. Three was get confirmation that your guests are coming. Four was um, creating your Thanksgiving menu plan. And four was a combination of putting together your grocery list and then grocery shopping. And I mentioned that if you can do this by, you know, the end of this week, like Sunday, that would be great. Because listen, nobody wants to go grocery shopping a day before Thanksgiving. Now, of course, there are some things that you probably will have to get a couple of days beforehand, like produce and things like that, um, so that they don't uh, perish. But those practical tips are kind of the, found, well, they serve as the foundation for this next step. And this is where your guest list is going to come in handy. And we're going to talk about um, details such as like tables, chairs, and serving tables, plates, um, glasses. We're going to take some inventory. So this is a vital step. This is the like really one of the main steps of creating a Thanksgiving dinner party that or you know dinner that is that is um as good as it's going to get, right? Like where everybody has everything they need. Um so you want to take inventory and this is where your guest list is going to come in handy, that conf- confirmed guest list because you're going to start by taking note of the number of guests who are coming who confirmed, and start taking inventory on some of the items that we're going to talk about. Um, This is going to give you a jump start on what you need to make sure everyone has what they need to like feel physically comfortable, right? Um, You're going to be much happier if you figure out now that you need five more chairs than what you currently have rather than one day before everyone starts spilling in the door and then you have people like sharing seats with their bums falling off the seat, right? So the first thing that we're going to talk about are tables, chairs, and serving tables. Okay, so here's what the thing is. I want you to take that guest list and look at your dining room table, okay? Are all the people on your guest list going to fit around that table? And do you have enough chairs? I know it sounds very, you know, like practical, but it is, right? Like it's really important to make sure that everyone fits around the table. Now, some of us have leaves, leaves for our table that elongate it. And I've had one of those and those are great. Um, if you have one, put it in and see if it actually will then um, accommodate everyone. If it doesn't, then you may need to get an extra table and you may need to get some extra chairs. I always will suggest borrowing before buying. Um, Now, if you have big holiday dinners every year, then it actually may be worth the investment of buying, you know, more chairs, right? Um, But if you have, if that's really not what's going to happen and you buy like six extra chairs, where are you going to store them? So that's the thing to think about too, because we don't want to add like clutter in our life, right? Because of a couple dinners throughout the year, you know what I mean? So definitely think about 
borrowing before you purchase, unless it really becomes an investment that you wanna make because this is something that's going to happen every year, right? Borrow from your friends, your neighbors, your family members. Your church is a perfect place to borrow chairs from and tables because they always have them. I mean, they, they're always usually doing events or they have more people, they have that kind of overflow. Um, so you can probably get a, a chairs from them at the very least and give them back, you know, obviously just talk to whoever is in charge. Um, and I'm sure as long as you bring them back in good condition, they're not going to mine. So think about, you know, again, your table and your chairs, looking at your guest list, will everyone fit around the table? Um, for tables, one of the things that I've done in the past is um, for my daughter's parties, I have gotten those tables that you can, um, the fold out tables that you can get from like Walmart. Um, those are great because I've used those to put like goodie bags on, snacks on. Um, I've covered them with like Halloween, you know, tablecloths and they painted pumpkins on them. They're great. And so for me, it was worth investing in like two of those tables because I knew that we were having this party every single year. That's also an option too. If you're having like a lot of people over is to get one of those tables. Those also work good for kids. If you have a lot of little ones coming, you might want to get one of those tables and that way they can sit around um, that table and you can cover that. And we're going to talk about tablecloths and options um, in just a little while. So the next thing you want to take inventory of are dishes, plates, and silverware, okay? So one stressor, one stressor is that you have enough dishes, um, plates, and silverware needed to set the table during a holiday, right? Because if you have an eight-piece set but 12 confirmed guests, that's going to obviously be an issue. But don't freak out. There are options, right? You, and I suggest always thinking outside of the box, you know, if you're expecting a large number of guests, consider paper plates, right? Like if you're having 20 guests in your house, honestly, do you really want 20 dishes? I mean, I love a beautiful table and I'm probably more of like, not the formal, but I like the hard plates. Like I like the, you know, however, when that night ends and you're left with 20 dishes plus serving dishes, plus glasses, plus you know, dessert dishes and appetizer dishes, when you're left with all that to clean up and hopefully you are delegating to have like help, but still it's a lot. It's a lot guys. And I mean, hosting a large number of people is a lot in general. Um, so really consider having paper plates. I was at Target the other night. I ran ac across these really cute Thanksgiving plates that had like a turkey on it. It was not, you know, too noisy, but the plates were 10 for $3. So even if you had 20 guests, right? If you get 40 plates, you're only spending 12 bucks. And that way you have enough um, plates to last, right? Um, if you're hosting a ton of people, I would also suggest thinking about, um, and, and, and this is gonna be an every year thing, and this is an investment that you wanna make, look at white dishes right? I got a lot of white dishes from Ikea and I, I believe they used to sell them like separately so that you can get them. I haven't been up there in a while, but if you get, you know, some inexpensive but nice like white dishes, you can use those for every occasion. 
and you can store those, right? Like you can store them for a, a specific occasion, get some good um, storage to make sure they don't break, but you can get those white dishes and dress them up for the season. You can put brightly colored chargers, holiday chargers under there. You can get some nice napkins with some like very, you know, um, holiday inspired napkin rings and put those right on the dish or do some like little favors. Like you can really do a lot with white dishes because it's a blank slate. And so, you know, if, like I said, if this is something you're doing every year and you really want to um, have a, a little bit more formal and not the paper plates, consider that option. Another option are those melamine plates, which are really cute and fairly inexpensive. Um, they made a big comeback and they're unbreakable, which is great for little ones. So maybe you have, you know, your pretty real dishes or plates on the table for all the adults and for the kids, you do the melamine and you can maybe do those in like, you know, the Thanksgiving, like they have tons of different designs, the Thanksgiving design. Those are safe too, because if they break, hey, they're not, or rather they can't break. So that's even better, right? Um, or you can also give the kids like those cute paper plates, which I think um, is fine as well. Because listen, kids really could care less what they're eating off of as long as they're eating. Um if you do decide to use, you know, your fancy dishes uh, for dinner, maybe you opt for paper plates for dessert or appetizer dishes. Um, I think that's really smart, actually, because at that point, you know, you, you the main course is done. People really, again, I don't think people care that much about the dishes that they're using. Paper plates for desserts are perfect um, and for appetizers as well. Okay, silverware. It's always good to have extra silverware on hand and serving spoons. Um, my favorite stores for extra silverware are Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and Home Goods. Um, I have always found a really good deal on silverware, and you probably already have enough. But you, if you want to get like one extra, you know, um, container of it, I think that's great too, um, especially if you're having more people over because you want to make sure that you always have a little bit extra just in case people drop it so you're not like running to the sink and washing their spoon and bringing it back, right? Like you want to just have it um, available, you know, for you. Um, I've also seen silverware at the dollar store too, like if, and you can just grab a few of those for situations like that. Those also come in handy in a pinch and they're like a buck. Napkins. Okay, I love a good cloth napkin. However, it's not always practical to have like 15 cloth napkins. Okay, but um, think about, you know, if you want cloth or paper, and if your gathering is small, I think that's great, right? Like, but if you're expecting a full house, make it easy on yourself and get some cute paper napkins. Um, again, I, when I was at Target, I saw some really cute ones. But if you go online, there's so many places that you can order from. There's another place, uh, another store called, I think it's Good Morning Tuesday or something like that. And they have some really sweet little napkins. Um, and napkins are fairly inexpensive. What I do suggest, though, is also like when you get the napkins, get a few extras and put those in your bathrooms, right? Um, because you don't want people, especially in this time of like 
flu season and all that using the same towel. It's just, it's kind of gross, the hand towels, right? So they'll be able to just pick up that napkin, use it, throw it away. And there you go. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about here are cups, glasses, and wine glasses. Okay. Again, maybe some good quality paper cups here are the way to go. However, I love a pretty table. So if you don't have enough glasses, again, check those places like Marshall's and TJ Maxx where you can get a bargain. Home goods I love, but I haven't seen that many glasses there that come like, you know, in eight or 12. Get enough glasses. Um, and, you know, again, you can always mix and match too. I, I did want to say that even with the dishes, don't be afraid to mix and max, match, get creative. Everything doesn't have to be matchy matchy. You know, that's where Pinterest and Instagram are actually, you know, very helpful because you can get some great ideas about decorating um, the table and using what you have. And I'm going to have another podcast and uh, post about decorating the table and just give you some ideas. I'm sure you're already great at it, but there are some really inexpensive, cute ideas um, of bringing, you know, the outdoors inside and just using kind of what you have to make the table look really pretty. You know, one time I had a Friendsgiving and I needed about, I think it was like 10 to 15 glasses, like small glasses. And what I did was I went to the dollar store, paid a buck, and it was great. I mean, they looked like real like highball glasses. And I ended up giving them away, but you know what? So what? They were like a buck. I wasn't going to use them anymore. I didn't want to store them. And somebody else you know, was able to use them. And that's the thing to think about too. Um, while you're doing inventory, maybe it is time to replace some glasses that are like chipped or, you know, whatever. This is a perfect time to do that. You know, and if you have things to give away, you know, take it to the goodwill. Um, maybe you have some stuff that's in really great condition, but you're really tired of using it and you want to change it up this season. That's fine. Go to Goodwill, bring your stuff or put it out. One time I put out a ton of dishes when I used to have Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving, uh, tea parties for my daughter, right? She's 16 now. She's not even into tea. So it seemed like a good idea to put those out. And let me tell you, they were gone, gone. So, you know, you never know what people need. Um, and I always suggest, you know, blessing somebody else and what a great season to do that in, right? Okay. Serving dishes. This is where your menu plan really comes in handy. And that's why it's so important to do that, um, closer to the beginning, right? Because as you're doing this inventory, you want to make sure that when you look at your menu plan and all the items on it, that it matches up with your serving utensils. So, you know, do you have enough for like the mashed potatoes, the sweet potato casserole, the green beans, the, um, you know, the brock or the, the broccoli or whatever you're having those sides, you want to make sure that you do have en enough serving um, dishes and enough serving utensils. The other thing that we had mentioned or that I had mentioned earlier were the tablecloths. Um, so if you need to use another table, you probably will want a tablecloth. Now I do a lot of like garland on my tables. I've used like um, very, very light blank. Well, it was like a blanket. I don't know. It's more like a shawl, but I'll have to post a picture. It was really pretty. Um, and I kind of just draped that over the table. So, I mean, you can get really creative 
those card tables, if you're using something that's, you know, the top isn't that pretty and you can't really cover it, tablecloths are a great option. Um, for the kids, if you have a lot of kids sitting around one of those tables, depending on their age, and actually, you know what, teens are just as down with it, but if you get that long, like brown um, paper that you can put over the table, if you've ever been to some of the restaurants like Macaroni Grill, they used to put white paper on the table, put out some crayons, and listen, the adults were coloring, you know? So who knows? Maybe that's not a bad idea for adults. But the kids will love it. And then you just um, get some, get a couple boxes of crayons, put them in the middle, or give each kid a box of crayons, which is a nice little gift anyway for those really little ones, like if you have like five-year-olds coming, six-year-olds, and let them go to town and color. And listen, it will keep them occupied while the adults are eating and having conversation. The other thing I want you to think about is how do you plan to serve dinner? Now, you have probably done this more than once, right? However, it is important to think about how you want to serve dinner. So for example, do you plan on having all the food on the dinner table? That's great if you can do that. Does it fit comfortably on the table, right? Because those are a lot of dishes usually for Thanksgiving. Um, so you want to make sure they fit on the table that people aren't, you know, reaching over and their, you know, sleeve isn't falling in the mashed potatoes. Um, if you have enough room, great. But if you don't, you want to think of some alternatives that would make sense. So like if you have a kitchen with an island and that might be a great option for you to put all the dishes on that island and maybe serve it like in a buffet type of style. Most people don't have folks coming in and actually serving them dinner. <laughs> but hey, if you do, go for it. Um, but it is something to think about. Um, buffet style is a little bit easier, I think, sometimes because you get your food. As long as you're okay with them going into whatever room it's in, if it's in your kitchen, you know what I mean? Or the other thing is to get like a console table. So like if you have, if you've seen like those tables that sometimes people put behind their couches, for example, they're really long. Um, you can use that as a, a serving a serving plate, like a serving table. Um, that's a great option as armoires. Anything that, you know, is long enough to have your food on, I think it's a great idea. Um, so definitely think about that. Um, so those are, I, I have some printables for you on the website and there's three of them. So two are Thanksgiving to-do lists. And those are uh, just two different Thanksgiving to-do lists in different designs. Definitely share one with a friend. I'm happy for you to share them. Um, that's just a plain, like, you know, putting, putting down everything you need to do. The other printable is the one that you're really going to want to download, okay? This is your Thanksgiving inventory list. This list, there's two PDFs attached. Um, the first one is completely blank, and so you fill it out. Okay. And then the second one, I have done some of the work for you and I put in what we just spoke about. Okay. Which are, um, the tables and chairs, the dishes, the main dish plates, the appetizer plates, dessert plates, napkins, silverware, serving dishes, serving utensils, tablecloths, glasses, coffee cups, wine glasses. I listed all those items for you. But again, and then there's space to write more. 
but the other one is blank. So, but it's up to you, whichever one you want to use. And then on there is the number of guests. And what you're going to do is you're going to use that inventory list, do your walk around, figure out exactly what you need compared to the number of guests you have and thinking ahead, like, you know, maybe your cousin ends up, she says, Hey, it's just me. And then she ends up bringing her new you know, partner or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever, right? So you want to make sure that they are accommodated, right? So if you can always have like maybe one or two extra things, like even when you're planning with the chairs, try to get two more, you know, just so in case somebody, you know, brings somebody that you didn't know that were coming. It's not that you don't want them there, but you do want them to feel comfortable. You want them to, um, you don't want to be like kind of searching around trying to like scramble up another plate right so if you can get like two extras i think that's great so on the inventory you will see item current quantity quantity needed purchase or borrow and then um whether it's completed yes or no this is really helpful to me um just in general right like uh, when i'm taking inventory just if I'm going grocery shopping or if I'm, you know, planning to buy something new, like clothes wise, like it's really important to take inventory and take stock of what you have. So I know that is a lot of information, but I do think it is going to help you think about um, how to arrange your Thanksgiving dinner table, what you need, how folks can feel comfortable, um, And because, like I said, that's really the overall goal here, right, is not just having a pretty table, but making sure that people feel comfortable when they come to your house and that you're as stress-free as possible. I mean, of course, there's always a little, like, you know, Thanksgiving twit that comes, right? But, like, when you are able to prepare, pre-decide, and organize a bit, it really gives you some margin. And that's what I want to give you this holiday season. I want you to take care of your future self. And by doing that preparation and pre-decision, I really think that it's going to help you out. So I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode, and I will be back next week. And we're going to talk about cleaning your house. And in the following podcast episode after that, we're going to do um, some decorating tips and some games that Uh, conversation starters that you can implement in your house. So I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon. 